Okay, so hello, welcome back to our podcast series on future political leaders. My name is Soha Mahapatra, and I'm here today with Maryland State Senator Guy Gazone. Um, Senator Gazone, could you please introduce yourself, your history in politics, and the office that you hold now? Sure. Um, I, uh, Guy Gazzoni, I um, am the chairman of the Senate Budget and Tax Committee, and I've been in the Senate for about eight years prior to that, eight years in the House, and then eight years prior to that in the, um, the county council of Howard County. Before that, uh, I was I did various jobs. I was the state director of the Sierra Club for a while. I worked for a council member for a while, and I really got started my work career as the uh, as a legislative assistant to then Congressman Bill Nelson from Florida, who now is the NASA administrator. Wow, that's really interesting. So can you explain why you decided to run for political office? Well, a lot of it had to do with uh, my father and how he grew up, um, which was not good. Um, he uh, grew up in the height of the depression um, in the 20s and 30s. He lost his father at a very young age. The family was very poor, was a large number of children. At times, they, uh, they, they lived on the street. And um, this sort of this sense of, um, you know, working to create a world where things like that didn't happen. And um, um, just having a sense of um, economic justice, um, the desire to see everybody achieve where they could achieve Ultimately, my father got a decent job in, in the steel mills, and um, uh, he provided for his family, which was great. Um, but then the steel mill went under and lost his pension and his health care and all the rest. And so, you know, it's a whole host of issues that I enjoy working on, uh, health care being one of the largest, but um, to ensure that um, folks um, get an equal shot, um, no matter who they are, where they come from. That's really interesting, actually. I, I think it's really interesting how you took um, kind of what your father's experience was and translated that to your work in politics. So um, can you describe some of the day-to-day -day activities that involve your elected office? So um, the, the great thing about uh, being a public servant is that every day is different. Um, there is some format, um, you know, we go to uh, the floor and we introduce bills and we come back and we have committee hearings and um, uh, we ultimately have work sessions and we, we work out details of bills. And for me, it's largely about the budget, which is the one big bill that we have to pass and, uh, and have to do it um, in such a way that it's balanced. So um, but that means interacting on all kinds of issues. Um, literally everything you could possibly think of that government is involved in, which is a lot of stuff from, you know, water quality to education, to healthcare, um, transportation, every single thing that you can imagine that government might be involved with, uh, the budget committees deal with because there's some dollar amount associated with it. And, and it's our job to figure out where do those things value in the overall sense of the budget and in our society. 
and how do we figure out uh, how much we uh, put to each of those things. Um, so um, it's a challenge every day. There are different issues every day. Um, and, and sometimes um, you, when at this time of the year, when there are a lot of people coming to me, asking me for various programs, um, different capital projects, they wanna build things, um, all those things, I, literally over the weekend, um, I spent all Saturday morning and all Sunday night on um, Zooms, um, talking to people um, every uh, 10 minutes um, about what their interest was. And so it's just a vast amount of topics um, that, that we cover. And somehow we have to look at all that and, and make it fit into the budget, assuming that they're worthy projects. Right, that makes a lot of sense. So what is one thing that you love about your job? Um, you know, every now and then you hit a home run. Um, so several years ago, um, I, um, the, the, the steel mill, Bethlehem Steel, which was a major part of Maryland's and Baltimore's history, um, of course, as I mentioned, went, went bankrupt and people lost everything. And it was a big lot of land um, in Baltimore County, uh, 3,100 acres. And um, it was just sitting there. And the people who owned it came to me and they gave me a whole list of things uh, about what they needed to help make it work again. It wasn't gonna be a steel mill again, but they wanted to turn it into something positive for the community. 30,000 jobs were lost when they closed the steel mill. Um, and they came to me with a laundry list of things to help them. I said, look, we can't do everything, but we want to figure out what the best possible thing that we can do. And it had to do with the tax issue. Um, and we did it. And now eight years later, um, that empty piece of land now has 34 major corporations on the property. It's called Trade Point Atlantic. Um, a new, um, and now they had hoped eventually a build out to have um, uh, 10,000 jobs. Well, they're 60% done and they have 14,000 jobs. So this amazing opportunity really where for my family, it, it was really a sad kind of disaster. Um, but um, I'm in this position now and hopefully we've done what we needed to do to help the those people who are running those businesses uh, bring more jobs to Maryland and they have, and it's kind of exciting. I think that it's great that you're able to use your position to kind of take something that's sad or that's, you know, an issue and turn it into something positive and something and like better the world in that way. So um, what is one way you believe that youth can get involved in politics? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I think, um, you know, sometimes people think getting involved in politics means, you know, being part of a, the, a, a political party and their clubs and all that, which is fine. But for me, the more interesting way to do it and the more, I think, successful way to do it is just getting involved in your community. I started as a member of the King's Contrivance Village Board and, um, I uh, became the chair of the board and worked on local community issues, like getting a little piece of sidewalk 
um, built and dealing with the pools and all the things that the Columbia Association deals with. And it's through that I made relationships and um, built friendships and, and alliances um, and, and was able to move from there uh, sort of up, up the ranks, if you will. So you would say like it's connecting with your community and starting small and like addressing the smaller issues that help you kind of build up that experience that you need to go into kind of state politics. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm, you know, lots of people go at it different ways. Some people try to jump right into it. Um, as a matter of fact, um, right out of college, um, I did run for House of Delegates and I lost. And I think it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me um, because I wasn't ready. And it gave me the opportunity to um, sort of learn, really learn the community. And, um, and I think that's really helped me over the years. That's a really interesting take. And I think it's nice how you take a positive spin on that loss and that you realize that it was a really like beneficial thing that helped you build up. Um, so what is some wisdom you want to share that with someone that has the vision of running for elected office in the future? I mean, I think the first step is just really to know what you want to accomplish. And, and, and what that means is, I think, just knowing your own heart and, and your own mind, you know, what is it that matters? Um, and um, I try to go back to that every day. What is it that matters? And, um, you know, and in my mind, what doesn't matter necessarily is just holding office. Um, what matters is what are you going to do with it? And, you know, um, the first question that anybody who is running for office should simply ask is, why are you doing this? And, and not just in your own head, but you've got to, to speak it out loud and know why you want to do this and why it matters. And that's the beginning of a campaign when you have a, a true sense of what, what you want to do uh, for your community. All right. So what is one thing that you would want to see changed in politics in the future? Well, I mean, everybody, I think, nowadays realizes the problems about sort of the, the two ends of the spectrum constantly fighting and not getting anywhere. Um, you know, compromise is not a bad word in my, in my, um, in my judgment. Um, I've spent um, a lot of time. I mean, you don't want to compromise your values, but by the same token, you have to work with people. One of the things that um, has happened to me over the course of time, um, of course, I'm a Democrat and um, I have a certain set of values, and, but, but I have become friends with some of my re Republican colleagues. Now, we certainly don't agree on everything, but we've been able to work together on a bunch of stuff. Um, I, one of my very dearest friends who, who's no longer in politics now, but was former Senator, um, Republican from the western part of Maryland, and um, we worked together um, to on issues of uh, those who, who had developmental disabilities. Um, you know, there are there's always a place that we can come together. I'm convinced of it, but we've got to take the time to understand one another to get there. And so I think the key, I believe that to where we are right now in society is that we just have to take the time to listen to somebody else and not just think we have our own uh, every answer. Uh, 
I, I have a saying all the time for new people who get involved in politics. You can either um, make a point or you can make policy. Anybody can make a point. You can say whatever the heck you want to say. Um, but if you want to make policy, you have to learn about the issues. You have to study it hard. Um, and you have to think about solutions. And then you have to work with others. This is a democracy. That's the whole point of, uh, of a democracy is bringing together various um, perspectives. Policy, good policy involves working together. I think that's really great advice. And I think that idea of compromise and coming together is going to be really important as we get into like issues that are kind of threatening kind of our world, like climate change and things like that, where we really need to work together on those things. So um, those are all my questions for you today. Do you have any final comments you would like to add? No, um, uh, you know, political life, public service is, um, is a great thing. Um, I really have enjoyed all of it, really. Um, but it's not always easy. Um, but if you're really committed, if you really think you can accomplish something for the good, you should give it a try. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking time out of your hectic schedule to like talk with me. And this was like really beneficial both to the podcast and to me personally. I took a lot out of what you said. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. You bet. Pleasure to meet you. You too. Thank you so much. Have you a good bet. day. You too.